Happy Tuesday, everyone. This is Jason Frazier with The Agent Marketer, and this is another episode, episode three of The Agent Marketer podcast. Um, I am actually going to be giving information from Inman Connect. I am uh, at Inman Connect San Francisco all week, and uh, I'm going to be speaking on Thursday, so I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. And today was day one. Uh, today was day one, and uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some stats in regards to uh, underserved demographics and the opportunities that presents to uh, uh, to us um, in the industry, uh, loan officers, agents. Um, and then I'm going to talk about how it's very careful to really inspect the data, um, especially when someone is considered a thought leader or an influencer or an expert. It's really important that you don't always take the data, regardless of what it sounds like, uh, at face value, because sometimes the data is just meant uh, to prove a narrative of what the speaker is trying to uh, convey to the uh, to the audience. Uh, before I get into that, uh, I want to thank uh, our um, podcast sponsor, and that is Social Survey. Uh, they are an enterprise reputation management company. They're awesome partners. Uh, can't say enough about them, but you can check them out uh, at socialsurvey.com and. They have a conference coming up um, in September, early September. It's called the Create Wow Conference. It's going to be second to none. So again, you can go to socialsurvey.com and check out that event as well. Now let's get into the meat of episode three. So I'm going to be at Inman Connect all week. Today was day one. Uh, today was the free day, so a lot of people got to come and check out Inman uh, without having to pay uh you know, pay for the uh, the price of admission uh, to get an idea of the content. Hopefully, they'll uh, like it enough to to pay for the rest of the conference. Uh, but they also had some breakout section as uh, sessions like uh, uh, Agent Connect, Hacker Connect, and um, CMO Connect, which is what I attended. And uh, the first thing I want to talk about when it comes to um, when it comes to the CMO Connect is one of the speakers. Um, and this is kind of why I wanted to to do the podcast about this today, because it's very easy if if you're attending a conference or you know watching YouTube or whatever influencers, thought leaders, whatever. It's very important to check the data, and, and this is why it is that sometimes you can find data that fits your narrative that doesn't really tell the whole picture. One of the points the speaker and, I, and his name is escaping me right now. And even if I knew it, I wouldn't say it because I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm coming down on the guy. Uh, and I get what he was saying. Um, but he was basically saying that marketers were spending um, too much of their time in the wrong area. Basically saying that everything we've been fed, that you need to be doing online marketing, that everyone's shopping online, isn't really the case. Um, and he gave some stats that only uh, you know a certain percentage of, of retail purchases were done online. And, and he said it was about 8%. And you, looking at the room, you're like, well, that's not the case. And he was trying to put it off as, as that those were the facts, and the facts don't lie. But it really depends on what you're looking at for all of retail goods, like groceries and cleaning supplies and stuff that you wouldn't normally spend online. So what I did was I did my own informal poll um, for my network. You know, and that's quite extensive, you know, about 1,000 people. Uh, you know, I checked them out at, at the conference. I, d I did one on Facebook. And again, just asking, you know, getting rid of groceries and cleaning supplies, 
what percentage of your retail um, your, your retail uh, purchases are done online? Now, again, this is where stats can be misleading. Is for the most part, everyone was around 70, 70, 80%. I know in our house, we're definitely at 80% for, for purchasing online. Yet someone said 5%, someone said 20 to 30%. And, you know, again, it, this is where the stats, uh, this is what bugs me the most is because you cannot, and I will always, always be against bucketed and silo mentality of putting everyone and saying, oh, well, that must be it because X amount. Everyone is different. If you think that as a whole, 8% of people are doing their purchasing online, that's wrong, right? And if you're thinking that in regards to your audience and who you're marketing to, Again, that's just not the case, right? It's just not the case when you're looking at reality. And so he was, you know, he was trying to use some stats and these weren't, these weren't bad stats, but they don't take account in markets. And sometimes where you live at, you're going to be doing more uh, brick and mortar retail shopping than you're going to do online. It just, that's just the case. And I get that. And that's why you don't ever treat um, uh, all markets the same. You treat what you know. You, you treat, you know, you, you pay attention to what consumers are doing, like your friends, your family, people you know, people you work with in your market. You, you, you look at what they're doing, and that's how you, look, that's how you craft your overall strategy and how you're going to market to uh, to anybody is really look at it personally as opposed to just going off of uh, a thought leader's data or slides or something like that. So just just when you hear things like that, what, even for me, right, you know, cause I'll throw stats out, um, for like we did for voice marketing and stuff like that. Look deeper into that. You got to challenge some of these things just because they're on stage. Doesn't mean they're right. Expect, expect, especially, especially when, um, when they're, when they're trying to fit their narr- narrative of what they're, what they say. Now I could appreciate this guy because he was a contrarian and I'm a contrarian. So I get it. And, and I respect that. But at the same time, when you're dealing with people that came there to learn, like you got to show the whole picture. And, and if you, if you're just not into the whole digital and this guy was an old advertising executive, um, I don't mean old, like, you know, he was old, old, but I mean, I'm just saying like old, like, you know, coming from the old world of doing advertising. Um, and it's just not the case. It just isn't. And you know, you can look around if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in that same percentage as well. Right. But again, markets dictate intent, right? Markets dictate intent. And what I mean by that is where you live, how a consumer does their daily life, that dictates what their intent is as far as their, their spending habits, right? Whether it's online or offline. So I'm just saying when you're hearing these people talk, check the stats, do some research, just don't take it as face value. And I'll, and I'll say this, if if you've heard me speak or heard any of watched any of my videos or anything, I always say, no matter, even if I'm saying something or anybody else, you got to make it work for you. It's got to make sense. If your market and nobody's on Facebook, then don't be on Facebook, right? You know what I mean? Like, so that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about is it has to make sense for you. So do some research. Um, and the second thing I want to talk about, and this came from his talk too, cause he did have some good, some good data in there. Um, and, and this is something that I looked up as well. Um, and I can't remember the source of, of, of these stats, but, um, when I heard this, my ears perked up because, um, you, you always look for opportunity. You always look for underserved demographics and look for the opportunity in that. So I'm going to give you some of these. Um, so in the United States, people that are, uh, 50 or older 
they account for 51% of total retail spending. 51%, that's a pretty good market, right? Um, and those same uh, so those same people over 50, they control 70% of the wealth in the United States. 70%, that's huge. Um, if those people were put into their own country, they would be the third largest economy in the world. In the world. So that is some serious spending power. And yet... Only 10% of total marketing activity is actually geared towards that demographic. Everyone's talking about, oh, I got to advertise to millennials. I got to advertise uh, to Gen X. I got to, you know, it, it, guys, this is, this is again, we're putting everyone in a bucket. Everyone got to, everyone's got to, you know, do their own research. This is where you get into trouble because to me, that's a huge opportunity, right? Not only is it a, a ton of buying power for that market, not only is it a, done, a, a ton of buying power but but if you if you're only looking at 10% of total marketing activity that is a huge huge um gap of of uh, of reach and attention that you can just grab if you focus on the right audience now again this is where markets come into play but think about that when you're doing your audiences and your targeting is look at some of these stats because that's huge that's huge that's a that's a huge opportunity and i'm actually going to start um doing some um some test ads uh, based off of some of the stuff for for some other products, so definitely looking at it. Um, I, I will say that one of the funniest sound bites I heard today was that you are more likely to complete Navy SEAL training than to click on a banner ad, and I think that's a hundred percent true. I have never once in my life clicked on a bat banner ad on a website unless it was by accident. Uh, only time. So if you're investing in banner, and again, don't tell yourself that it's successful. Don't tell yourselves no. If you if you're if you're paying for banner ads, um, what is your ROI on that? Because I, I hear people say it all the time, and yet they're not doing any more deals. They're not getting any more business from it. Um, now, again, if you're using it for brand recognition, then fine, that's fine. Uh, but uh, but just be careful when you're doing stuff like that. I know a lot of advertisers, a lot of websites will say, "Oh, we get this many page clicks. This is uh, how many times people stay on a page. This is how many clicks on it." Who cares about any of that? if it's not translating into business. So just think about that, especially if it's mobile, just don't even, just don't even do it. Just don't even do it because no one is clicking on banner ads on mobile. And I, I'm, I hate, I hate kind of absolute statements and blanket statements like that, but I'm going to make it, uh, cause it's true. <laughs> it absolutely is true. Um, uh, I want to give a shout out to Katie Lance. She did an awesome job on some free, uh, free tools that you could use for for doing some, some marketing. Some of them um, I've talked about in videos and whatnot, uh, like Trello, WordSwag. In fact, Katie Lance uh, turned me on the WordSwag. It's an awesome app. Um, uh, Sue Peaky Benson, uh, um, a uh, an agent out of Naples and Florida. Um, she did a great job about starting over. She moved from a market where she had a successful business and then she had to move to a totally different market because of some life changes that she, that she went through. Uh, she did a great job. Um, so for those of you, um, that get a chance, check out the live stream from today. Uh, that's Tuesday on the first day of, uh, M and connect. Um, it was a, uh, um, great, 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 great great event and i uh, i'm a huge huge fan of inman connect uh it brings a lot of people together uh the 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 fun of the conference is what they call lobby con where everyone just kind of networks together so no one just goes into the sessions and that's it they always you know go down to the lobby meet in um the where they have all the vendors and their and their booths and stuff like that it's just a good 
place to network with a lot of different people and everyone's pretty open to connecting with each other. So it's awesome. Uh, just awesome. And I cannot wait for my talk on, um, on uh, Thursday. So, um, for the rest of this week, I'm just going to be taking notes, uh, attending sessions, talking with people, uh, and we will be doing other Inman based podcasts based off of that, uh, content that I get. So thank you for joining me for episode three, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day.